no one Diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Yeah, try to take it from me, must be out your mind. I'm getting tight, a lot of shine. Welcome to episode 391 of Fourth and Dawn. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Primo, aka Prime, in the building. And no cap, we got our asses kicked. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be blunt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the angry dad or uncle or big unk. Uh, you know, you you go there to see your team represent, and and they they really did shit the bed. Um, at the end of the day. Uh, besides the weather being terrible earlier in the day, uh, it just got worse during the game as the bad weather was from this team. I mean, they were, it was uh, from the lack of execution to the lack of intensity to the, uh, you know, I, I would say this game pretty much is the the game that really made our weaknesses stand out. Um, anything that we've been talking about on the show over the, last couple weeks even months about uh you know i I normally call the middle of the field 7-11 for a reason because it's always open but against a team like this with a bunch of yak monsters uh debo samuel uh kittles iuk you name it uh they got their yak and um when it comes down to it there's players that are young that are in positions of you know they're learning as they go um but it comes down to uh, you have to play your position. You have to be disciplined. Uh, you know, guys like reading Blankenship in space. We've talked about. We talked about Sidney Brown in the slot. You know, defending. Uh, you know, Debo and, and not staying in his own, but taking him across the field. There's a, this this discipline we're we're looking for some. We're looking for uh, from some of our younger players, but that's not how we're set up right now. Uh, but you, you're going to look inward to the leaders on this team to right the ship. Obviously we're 10 and two. We're still on the top. We're still on the top, but we just have to get real with ourselves about this team at the moment. And I think uh, last time we had a defeat and how we made some moves that made sense, like bringing a linebacker in Shaq Leonard, uh, maybe uh, Sue comes back. That's the move that we've all been talk- talking about in the off season, saying him being on the bat phone. Well, the bat phone might've wrong this week, um, but either or, um, it's a it's a it's a get right week. It's not. Uh, there's a couple more days and we're in Dallas. So it's, it's a really short opportunity for this team to get right. But they're going to have to get right. Uh, but Evan, how are you feeling? My Man, guy? the holidays just passed. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving, all that. I had I had my fixings of pie. I, I, I was done with the pie, man. I didn't want more humble pie to eat this past weekend. Um, that sucked. I'm not going to lie. There's really no pretty way to paint this. We got our asses kicked, um, you know, and I, th- I don't know which part hurts more. The fact that frat, lo- frat baby Brock Purdy is the one that did it to us or, uh, you know, the fact that we just absolutely got obliterated. Uh, they, both of those facts hurt. Um, w- going into that game, uh, one of the main things I was saying is uh, kind of exactly what you were saying, the middle of the field and the Dinkin and Duncan. Uh, you have I I was determined. I think that the game plan should have been to try and eliminate that as much as you can. Um, I get that with our line, but the way our linebackers and our safeties are set up, it's going to be tough to control the middle of the field like that. Uh, but ultimately, that was that was a piss poor job, man. Um, 
we they've got elite offensive weapons and you have to respect them. And uh, I think that they drew up the right game plan and they stuck to their game plan, uh, which is another thing. I mean, Christian McCaffrey in the beginning, uh, he, you know, he was getting stuffed in the run game and I was, I was feeling confident, uh, but they stuck with their game plan. They kept on feeding Christian McCaffrey, the rock, and eventually he broke through. And that's the type of shit I want the Eagles to do. I want you to stick with the game plan. I don't understand why Deandre Swift is being, has has less rushing attempts than Jalen Hurts. That doesn't make any sense. We have good running backs in this team. We have a good offensive line. Um, that's how we should be trying to start out these games, trying to establish our offense. And um, I don't know, man. I, like, I, I have been riding high on this team for so long, and as we should be. We got the best record in the league. And I think that I would be feeling a lot better right now had that been a close game. But the fact that we got blown out, I'm not hitting the panic button, but I'm sitting here like I I don't think that uh, maybe I was inflating how how good this team really is. I don't know. I don't I don't know what to think about this team right now. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm at a loss. Yeah, it sucks. There ain't really much to put to it, man. It was piss poor play calling. It was bad tackling. It was embarrassing. We got our asses handed to us. Um, next man up mentality just was not there. These guys weren't ready for shit. Regardless if they're third string linebackers or they're special teamers, it doesn't matter. They're in the NFL. They gotta they gotta be prepared for opportunities like this. You're on the sideline waiting for that moment every time. And those guys got in and they sucked. They sucked horribly. I mean, I saw a comment just a couple of seconds ago. Yeah, more uh Mural is probably still running around the fucking field trying to figure out where McCaffrey's at right now or where Devo was going. Like, it's bad. Um it it, it was it started off the first quarter, like, exciting, man. Like, we thought the momentum was there, but we weren't going to beat this team just kicking field goals. If we would have scored on every possession that we started off that first quarter with, we were we were up 21 nothing. We were up 21 nothing if we would have scored on every possession, but we didn't. We couldn't get that ball in the red zone and in the end zone. And it, it, it sucked bad, man. Um, being there, like, it's just like the, the air just got sucked out of all of us watching that. And – 49er fans and 49ers, just in general, man, they, it, was, it was their day. It was their day. They, they they kicked our ass from the beginning to the end. And, hey, man, it was a rude awakening. It was a slap in our face. And I hope to God that, you know I mean, it wakes these boys up for this upcoming Sunday. No, I think now you, you take these L's, and now if these L's aren't learning lessons, then that's a problem. I mean, but, again, uh, over the over the last couple of weeks, we've on the show talked about how we like dissect our own team and how we pick apart what we do. We know exactly where our weaknesses are. Um, but I think a team like this, when you have like wide receivers that can play running back, two of them, um, you can, you have a, a running back that can play a wide receiver. You have a tight end that can actually block and a, actually route you up and then, and must you, uh, and get yak as well. So the, these, when you, when you couple come up against team with, a specific skill set or three wide wide receivers that are really uh really good or you got a couple elite ones and some that are versatile this is what you have i mean again you have your linebackers in a blender we we knew we had issues i mean that's the thing that we knew we had issues with our safeties and linebackers in in space Mm -hmm. i mean we talked about james cook in our last uh, breakdown, I was hoping that we saw the posi- position that our linebacks were, were in last week with James Cook. But I was like, can you cover a Christian McCaffrey? And the same exact play you saw. 
You see some of the plays. You're starting to see what you, the thing I, I'm looking at is you're starting to see week in, week out, teams use the same kind of plays, same kind of uh, scheme. You know, um, you know, taking advantage of our dis- discipline, our, our eyes, the way that our our defenders are trying to guard some of these offensive uh, players. I feel like they get lost in the sauce with some of this play action. And I think Shanahan, with the with the he's the king of pre snap movement. You got some issues. Got some I, th- issues. I, th- I think you just highlighted something there, too, where you talk about how, um, you know, teams are kind of game planning and executing the same sort of game plan week after week now. I think that that is kind of a tell that, um, you know, these uh, these coordinators, listen, the side has been good for the most part all year. But um, I think that Shanahan knew exactly the game plan to dial up against him. And, you know, um, they handled it well. Look, look at this get going on hey hey man listen you gotta, you gotta respect it you gotta bad respect that tip there's there's no there's no other way i mean you could like you at the end of the day watch your team get dismantled yeah. at home now again again you know the fact that we played three games in 13 days uh this game this team you know hadn't played in 10 days rest helps but again that that, that doesn't take away from what they did with execution like this they executed um perfectly i mean you probably talked about the first earlier stops when we were all pumping our chest there was the energy in there there was an energy level in there with this with the with the people in the stands after that you know you know how many drives like six drives in a row where they put up points yeah at the end end of that game there was like six straight drives where they scored a touchdown uh i mean at the end like yeah, at, a, at a certain point in the game, I was like, man, they're just they're Are they doing this on purpose? Because <laughs> because it feels that way because they're like, we're not stopping. We're yeah. putting we're going to put up a 50 burger. And I, again, like if you, you watched the 49er players come out in black attire, they had a mindset. I'm surprised half of them didn't have Air Force Ones, black Air Force Ones, the way that they uh, played. But uh, they did have their black attire on, I think. uh Debo Samuel, the, the amount of shit talking he did pregame and all year. I think some players I thought I would have thought would have took a little bit more offense to it. I, I I was watching a Fred Warner podcast. Not that I ever do that, but to go into detail, to figure figure out the mindset of the 49ers, me on my uh Tuesday, it sucks. I hate doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about their uh they were doing a position drill pregame. And they kind of moved our players out of the way and their coaching staff out of the way. Just as like, no, this is our, we're, we're, we're coming here. And I was like, bro, like at, at some, some point besides Dom, DeSandro, big Dom stepping up, um, he might've made the biggest play on the day. I, I, that, was, that was one of the wildest things I had ever seen on a football field. Uh, first of all, him getting ejected just, didn't even make any sense to me. Um, maybe I'm biased in that in that opinion, uh, but I I think that you know him getting hit in the face. I I didn't see him hit the player. So yeah, what I was saying to him, you could see it from the sideline. He was screaming about why why is he getting left on the field while his player got kicked off the field. I mean, he kind of had to expect it. Like in order for this shit to just pretty much like even out, they weren't had to, they had to eject both of them. But yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was wild seeing Don react the way he did, and you know what I mean. But hey, you know he has that bodyguard mentality, so you 
<laughs> yeah, was that natural instincts to protect, like to protect someone? Where he was like in, but you know, he's like, oh, all right, well, maybe I, you know, because because the rumor is that they are going to come down hard on Dom, and uh, you know, I'd hate to see him. I think it's uh, pre-game. I think was it me and you, Prime, talking about it about yeah. Dom's. Uh, he's been getting a lot of camera time. He's, he, I mean, he's always, he's always been a celebrity to us. Well, that 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 was actually one of the funnier parts to me watching it on the TV broadcast. Is like they were. It's obviously Eagles fans, especially this year. Like you said, there has been more of a um, uh, coverage of Big Dom, and uh, people are starting to find out who he is. But what I thought was funny is watching the national broadcast and like how everybody's just talking about him on a first name basis. Like who, what other team security guard do you, does anybody know in the league? Like the fact that they were just talking about it, like, Oh yeah, there's Dom. That's what you know. Dom is a well-known face throughout the league. Now we, a uh, couple years, uh, two years ago, we were at the autism challenge and it, Lurie was standing there. He was about to be, we, we ended up meeting Lurie, but he was like, Oh, Dom was like, Hey guys, you know, like, if you want to meet Lurie, you know, like he was, I was like, bro, we're here to meet you. And he was like, what? He's like, what? I was like, yeah, bro. I mean, you're Dom, uh, and he's always been uh, cordial to us. And anytime we've met him out in the, and out and a lot of, yeah, I mean, he's been cordial to a lot of people. He, he, he is a legend out there. But um, Rocky has a question or he makes no, he says, why is our defense and offense look the same way every week? I don't see no difference in game plan. I agree. I think that uh, I think a big contributor to that is the fact that we going into this game, we're 10 and one. I think that we were kind of smelling ourselves thinking that we had the perfect game plan to draw out um, versus anybody. And it's this, this isn't um, it. I hate, hate that I even going to say this, but like this isn't like a Chip Kelly offense where you can just like it's a plug and play type thing. It, it's like you need, you need to game plan for each individual team and take advantage of their uh, of their weaknesses like the 49ers did to us. Um, so the fact that we were 10 and one, I think that that is a contributor, um, to us kind of sticking with a vanilla type game plan. I think that we got too comfortable and we thought that we had something that was unbeatable. And obviously that was proven wrong this past weekend. No, I saw, uh, I saw, go, go, bro. I was saying, I, I totally agree with you, Evan. I think the fact that, you know what I mean? Like we, we were just at ease. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we went into this game really as, I'm not going to say confident, but like, we just didn't really stay come into this game as focused as we should have. Um, you know, again, the play call and the defense, I mean, they found our weakest link and they just kept on attacking. No adjustments were made. Usually going into the second half of the game, adjustments are made. Nothing. Nothing was done. It was just like, I felt like straight up, I felt like they just gave up. Like, they just literally gave up. And, I mean, that's why these boys were just shitting on us and they kept shitting on us. And they had every right. I mean, this was the big game that they marked on the calendar. This is the big game that they did, they've been talking about since the lost day. You know, we handed to them last year. So, hey, they had every right. I mean, with all the shit talking we did in the very beginning of the day and now throughout the day, I mean, it was, it was fun and everything. But, man. The, but the part man, I hate about it, man, is just like the, the vindication that I think that they feel. Like, I feel, I no doubt in my mind that. You know, a lot of those 49er fans are sitting there like, oh, we would have won that NFC championship game. Blah, 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 blah. Well, we got they got to be feeling like because then I started thinking, I was like, well, they got to be feeling like how we felt leaving KC with a win on the road, a big, you know, yeah, not, vindication for the knocking them for it. I get no, it. no, I'm just saying I felt yeah. I, I felt like I internalized. I was like, I guess that's how I felt this week mm-hmm. um, versus, you know, you know, feeling the same kind of juice like in, in kind of 
I mean, the Eagles players were probably, you know, wanting revenge against the Chiefs. And I feel, I feel like, obviously, it is what it is. But um, a big shout out to everyone who uh, made the tailgate. Uh, be, and I was that was very shocking to me because if you would have looked at the forecast and what have you, it was raining. I, it was bad. And then all you guys just just showed out. I mean, a lot of people uh, in attendance uh, look in the middle. There's Jennifer Slay who brought the banana pudding. Uh, which was uh, enjoyed by many. I mean, I, I actually didn't get any. I had some, some, some. I forget. Somebody was like, "I didn't get the banana pudding, man." And it was they were just in dire straits. So I was like, "You know what? Here you go. You have it." What a guy! It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't get that. any banana pudding. You didn't get one. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I made sure my eyes got one of those. And then I and then I turned around. It's crazy that both of y'all didn't get them because then I find two left on the floor. Is that the one you gave me? No, I didn't give you. I didn't, no, you, no you, gave, you gave me one, and then I, the I one you gave you me, one I gave it to him. When we were handing them out, but then, like I'm saying, as we're cleaning up, I saw somebody put two on the floor and left them there. I'm like. <laughs> I um I, I was actually that that was a I'm I'm glad for everybody that showed out. Uh that was to me it was kind of an odd tailgate in the fact that I feel like uh in the very beginning we were sitting there and I think everybody was waiting out the rain. I think people had looked at the forecast and saw that it was supposed to rain until noon and then people started to migrate down at noon, but it was the first time I had ever seen been down in the Eagles lots and like uh you know we're there um, you know, setting up as as they open, but uh, usually there's a line of cars waiting for the Phillies lot to open, waiting for all the other lots to open. That wasn't happening. I didn't see it. The bat- Patterson was completely empty uh, mm-hmm. for a while, and then all of a sudden, just like out of nowhere, everybody arrived all at once. So uh, glad, mm-hmm. thankful for everybody that made it out. But th- it was weird in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. We got a lot of people talking, asking um, prior to the, the lead up to the game about like, Oh, tell us about the parking, you know, like the parking situation again was even worse than last week in terms of now oversized vehicles can't even park in the G lot anymore. And now might they're be still to us, but true, but you know, but now that they have, they still have the sign parking. So being a uh, early birds, we got, we got there. I was the first car in the lot. We got our spot, but when you alluded to your point, Ev, I feel like, I don't, I don't know. The whole vibe from this whole area has been yeah. sucked out. Like in terms of like fan, yeah, you know, I mean it's good to have fans hyped up about, but but it feels like some juice was taken from the last a little bit. But that has nothing to do with the game. Um, it doesn't. But I got to be honest with you, man. Maybe it's just that we're sitting here licking our wounds in our feels from this past game. But I'm not like this is fucking Dallas week, bro, and I'm not feeling the juice right now either, man. Like. I don't know what it is. What, what is it? So what is it that you need to feel the juice this week? I need, I, like I said, I don't know if it is just me in my feels right now. <laughs> totally possible. Totally possible. It yeah, took I mean, me a solid I, month I, I, I to get over that like, Super Bowl, bro. It's possible. Like, I'm just in my feels. <laughs> like, like, all right, it happened. I mean, like, look, man, usually I would be probably as pissed as you, but honestly, I'm not. That mad, I feel like we needed this. We needed a reality check, and we got it. Sucks that we got it by them, but we got it. We needed it because, I like yeah, that leading up, I don't like reality. Yeah, but I get it. But bro, ten and one, like ten and one, has not been pretty at all. 
ten and one has been a struggle, but we've been doing our thing to get there. But I mean, it's just like ah, I don't know. I feel like I'm taking this as maybe we needed this at this time. You know, what I mean, right now. So then, hopefully, we rebound come Sunday and ride this thing out. So that's how I'm looking at it. I'm I'm gonna be straight up. Like yesterday, I wasn't talking no football. I let the 49er fans have their moment. I had two at work. They had every right to go ahead and speak it up. I, you know, what I mean, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm I'm taking it all in. And then, you know, I just, I get home. I didn't even see the signing of Leonard. I didn't even find out till like almost nine o'clock last night. Yeah. I ain't even, yeah, yeah I didn't even know what happened. You know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't on no social media or nothing. I was just pretty much to myself. But listen, I'm going to be straight up. It was an ass whooping, man. And it was just an ass whooping. And I just had no choice but to stay quiet because I think I wasted all my energy on that shit talking. I was now, after the game, uh, there was a moment where a bunch of fans, shout out to uh, Aaron, uh, Jewie Macon uh, from the Eagles Nest SD. Um, and, and there's uh, Jose, who came in from Fresno as well. He lives close to Pete Nathan country. Uh, but then we were all sitting there talking and kind of like Nady was out there. We just all, everyone's trying to make a sense of that ass whooping. But, and then, then, I, then I saw Prime. He was having a moment. You want to zoom, zoom in, F here? Yeah, yeah, I got you. As I hold the phone, he he was uh, just looking off into he the. In, he was in his Stefan Diggs area. You got to touch the screen there, pal. Yeah, oh, the light went out. Oh, there yeah. we go. He was just <laughs> he was just looking off into space, and I was like, "Man, this guy is." You, I you think remember, he, he was all of us. He was all of, of uh, Stefan Diggs watching the other team win and all the confetti. Yeah, that, that's that's what it felt like, man. You're looking back at that stadium and like, did that just happen? Did we really just? get our asses handed like that and yeah we well, did man yeah, well we I, th- I think that that was the, i think that was the the biggest surprise is the ass whooping aspect of it because i think a lot of people went into this game with the realistic opinion of like we could we could cough this one up this is a possible loss that we're going into um but i think that everybody that thought that was of the uh of of the belief that it was going to be a close game it was going to be a one score game where it's going to come down to the final possession Midway through that third quarter, I would, dude, I was like, I watched the entire game, but man, I was, I was checked out after you reached that point of like, you know, we're not fucking coming back from this. And then we were trying to pile it on, bro. And they just fucking kept scoring. I was like, this is fucking miserable, man. I just started doing some wash. No- I just started fucking doing anything else. There was no energy left in us, man. There was none, none. I, I I mean I I purposely you know we 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 waited to the end, and it was in it was a I don't know if I was uh I just was like you know what we did we we deserve that loss I'm I'm gonna sit here and look at what I'm seeing right now because you're you're as you know teams are leaving as the squad is leaving mm-hmm. this is what the stadium looks like it was nothing but red left celebrating celebrating in our stadium and i was like that you know as debo runs by the crowd and waves by to the crowd i was like, like bro they and again like shit talking aside you got to take the you got to take the good with the good and the bad with the bad and and, and we're going to be taking our bad i'm yeah. like ev i am a little depressed i never eat dessert before dinner um i had a banana split 
I never, I never, I haven't had a banana split in probably, probably a year, two years. And I felt like I felt like I needed a banana split today. So I pulled a, I pulled a page right out of Hollis's book. Yeah, Breakfast I was going to say, the Peach Cobbler. Dessert before um, dinner. Yeah, that's, that's tough, man. And, uh, you know, as for Debo, like, maybe that is one of the, uh, the, the things that hurts the most. is just that that man, he talks so much shit. But he backed it up, dude. I, dude scored three touchdowns. I mean, there's not much more he could do in that game to back up, um, you know, all the shit he was saying. That that was the game that he had circled in his calendar. And that man fucking showed up. He he balled out on us. And uh, I don't think I think that it's very possible that we run into them uh, again in the playoffs. And it's not like I'm sitting here thinking that we don't have a shot. Um, but. I think the next time, if we end up going up against them, we better give them some more respect. Better come to to play with a better game plan because that shit ain't gonna work. Yeah, the stat from here is from Rube. Uh, Ruben Frank says Debo Samuel became the only only the seventh player to score three touchdowns in the second half against the Eagles, and the first to do it in the, in Philadelphia since running back Roy Shivers of the Cards in 1968. I remember that. And, yeah, when. Uh, yeah, ever members. Yeah. Ever members. <laughs> uh, now, uh, here's another stat. Five quarterbacks have passed for 300 yards with at least three touchdowns against the Eagles this year. Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins, Sam Howell, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. That's um, fucking embarrassing. So I think uh, a lot of them are just taking the, the same page out of everyone's Offensive uh, scheme playbook and finding the, you know, again, our tight ends have been getting, I mean, our, um, we haven't been able to guard tight ends or, or or running back the seams or susceptible, but I I do think lack of speed is, uh, is on full display. Yeah. Can we talk about one thing that I think is, is, is a heavy topic on the timeline, but let's talk about the run game, man. Why are we drifting away from the run game? Why is why is DeAndre Swift getting six carries in the entire game? What? What? Where's Where's Rashad Penny? What? Like what? I don't understand. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing a lot of Rashad Penny talk as of late. But um, and then our then uh, Sirianni talked about why Gainwell because we we know Gainwell is the two minute back, mm-hmm. and they love what he does in space. Um, but. Rashad Penny, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Why they're not, you know, utilizing him again? They have Boston Scott. They'd rather utilize Boston Scott versus Rashad Penny. I don't. Then why do we go grab him? Why didn't we say yeah. that roster's problem with somebody else, man? Mm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Ivan says we haven't made motion adjustments since the Super Bowl. Nothing new, to be honest. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't. The but again, when you see like some of the younger players making mistakes, we're talking about tackling. Uh, you know, Eli Ricks lost one uh, on Jennings, got muscled out on that one. Morrow, uh, we're talking about a forty-nine yard, forty-eight yard run that could have been halted. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. Um, Brian Johnson is lucky as hell that Devontae Smith is a dog. Uh, because that third and 19 screen to Devontae Smith, I wanted to rip my hair out when that fr- play was first drawn up. And thank God that, you know, Devontae was able to get the <laughs> down out of that because he's shifty and he's a playmaker. But that was a fucking awful call, bro. What, what are we doing? Thir- third and 19 with a screen. Like, what is going mm-hmm. on? 
It, but it works. Man. <laughs> when I was shocked as hell, I was like, yo, but that show, I'm like, that showed how much Devontae wanted that. I'm like. He wanted it. He definitely he, wanted it. But the, we, like, the, I, was, I was seeing other things on the timeline of people talking about who is exactly responsible for the, uh, I'd say, the lack of cohesion of the play calling. Because we know that, you know, as much as Brian Johnson gets the brunt of all this, we know that it's it's a two two man thing with Sirianni coming up with the game plan. Mm-hmm. Now we do remember at some point in time when Sirianni was calling plays, and then it became the Steichen show. At what point, or where exactly is this? Is it a sixty forty thing? Is it a forty sixty? Is who is to blame on the game plan? Now we all know that Steichen. Uh, uh, Frank Reich is out there, who's big, big uh, part of the, that Super Bowl run in terms of coming up together with a game plan. You know, there's a guy that's you bring him in as a consultant to get this back, uh, like get this shit back on the right, uh, on the right, right wave. I, I don't know because at this point in time, I'm like, uh, I'd like to see more ex- execution. You really see that happening, though. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, there's one one play. I don't know what the hell. It was a two man route. We had eight people blocking four, four forty, four forty ers It's not like the front is that all world that you need eight guys to block them, and we still got pressured. And like that was the one of the beginning uh, drives. I was like, what? What was the? Where is the? Uh, Where's the dump off? Where where's where's the checkdowns? Why is there only a two man route? Like who designed that? Swift is like in there blocking, like when he could be out as a dump off. Like in my my point, like I I think we need to just Jalen Hurts. I don't know what it is the last couple of games, but is not seeing it as clear as he normally sees it. And there's important times that you can see the play where Stole is. He got behind his defender. If he would eat, and he's looking in that direction. If he just throws it, there was hesitation. Even on the play that game where he got the first down, hesitation on the screen. There's a little hesitation. Um, you, you segued right into where I wanted to head to next, which is uh, Jalen Hurts. And, I mean, there was some Carson West, Wentz-esque plays going on in that game, man. Mm. Holding on to the ball too long. The and, and I get it, man. If your receivers are are tied up downfield and they're they're well covered, you can't throw the ball to them. But you could throw the ball away. You could do that if you're if you have the pressure coming at you and you're being and you have had the ball in your hands for five six seconds, dude. You got to get rid of the ball. Your internal clock as a quarterback should be three seconds in the NFL, man. Um, and the fact that that was happening, that one uh, play where he was just scrambling around in the pocket and then he just got tripped up over his own feet i was like it's just sloppy man and um that is i know that that isn't who jalen hurts is i think that those were kind of plays that were out of the ordinary for him but ultimately it contributed to our loss and it didn't look good and uh it's something that needs to be addressed you don't just get to you know nobody is is scotch-free of uh of criticism and uh you know he didn't have his best game by any means either 
That's hard. He says, I'm not too worried about this loss. We have too much leadership in this locker room to not make this a game a kickstarter to another winning streak. I mean, you just uh you just gotta Love believe that you yeah. just gotta believe that uh it's a get right week. And I I've been asking. I was like, if they do sign Sue, Sue, I've been waiting for Sue to come back. Um because we it need ain't depth. no believing. Yeah, but it ain't no believing. It's you gotta get right. You gotta fucking get right at this point. You gotta go into Dallas and you have no choice but to be right. I mean, we can't play around the Super Bowl window, like I, I seen that being mentioned here. Yeah, the window's there. And you know, we pretty much uh it's pretty much on us to get through this window. I mean, like I'm watching some of the football. Yesterday last night's game was way better than ours. And that was a good game between the Jaguars and Bengals. I'm watching this kid. Two backups, uh, no less. Exactly. And I'm watching this kid on the Cincinnati. Yo, my man was balling his ass off. Like, just dumping off the passes. I'm counting. Like, I haven't – I've never done this. I literally went to my watch and started hitting the stopwatch on how quick this guy was releasing the ball. Where did that go? Jalen was on point with that last year. This year, he's holding on to the damn ball too long. Yo, you saw it for ourselves, bro. He had open routes. The cuts were being made. Dump that ball off. Let it go. And he just didn't have – it's like he don't have confidence in anybody. Or does he even have confidence in himself? I don't know. I don't get it. Or is that, that, that injury? Or is it is an injury when in terms of, like, stepping up into the pocket, taking a hit? Like, is that knee still affecting him? I mean, it could be a couple of things. But, like, throwing the ball and, you know, you know, I've been watching, you know, a lot of cut-ups from uh, – JT JT Sullivan in the QB school where he talks about his his little uh the little hitch when instead of just winging it it's a it's a you know a, a delay um I th- I think there's another whole issue with our offense too and then this is something that was uh brought up by my friend Brian but there, we don't have any middle game we we have the deep ball and we have screen passes we don't have a middle passing game um and <laughs> Like to not have that at all in your arsenal, it it doesn't really make much sense to me. I mean, if you think about guys like Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, they did for 15 years seven yard slants and they chewed up defenses every single week. Why can't we do throw slants with AJ Brown? He's one of well, the we, most elite wide receivers in the league. Why isn't that not just fucking all day long? Slants. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I do. I was I was saying that the prime during the game I was like, why don't they just go back to the slants? Three step drop, boom, throw it. Like just, you know, it's 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 frustrating. Um they they, they were killing us with the slant. I mean, they were they, Debo was killing us. Why can't we do it? We got we got the wide receivers just like they do. So uh, it's 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 I don't now, it, uh, now Brandon says I saw that gingerbread man on the big board during the game. I just want to reference shout out to Zach and, and JR. They were at the tailgate. Um I also saw them at the end of the game. I I I was taking shots to everybody just to get an idea of where people were at. Um, Mike. Your mic. Mm. This guy, he wants to talk about my microphone all the time. But in reality, you know, he's got that nonsense going on. Mr. <laughs> Crinkle Crackle, if you will. How about now? You good? You, you sound like you're in an airport now. Yeah, good you now? Wrong, you got the wrong I'd mic rather, connected. I'd rather take the airport than, than, than that. Yeah, whatever the hell was just going on there. Uh, let's see. Um... Getting back. Wait, everybody, while we uh, sit through some technical difficulties. Getting back but, uh, to my mic. How am I? There you go. Good. You're back. 
So, like I said, I was taking mental notes all throughout the game. And as we were getting whooped up, I saw uh, Zach and JR having a moment of clarity. Uh, it wasn't fun anymore. And they took the junior bid. Well, Zach did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Um, wasn't fun. Wasn't fun. Yeah. Um, and the the whole, like... I'm still, my head is just spinning in the fact that, like, we were going into the season and I was looking at our running back stable. And, like, we have upgraded from, you know, having Miles Sanders, Gainwell, and Scott to having guys like DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, you know, Gainwell. Um, I was thinking it was going to be the third running back off of that. But we go out and we get all these pieces and then we just don't use them. It It makes no sense, man. It makes no sense. Uh-huh. And we've been talking highly about it off season, leading into the season, and then beginning of the season, throughout the season, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, why have them? Why, why, why go all out to get these guys, and we're not using them the way we should? I mean, we got four monsters in that position, and not being used. Don't get it. I mean, Seth Joyner, everybody's been seeing it. He's been going off crazy. Him and Slate going back and forth about the shit. Yo, it's the truth though. Like, why, why get away from something that we feel could, you know, what I mean, could better ourselves, and they just don't utilize. And, and and another thing that's kind of in the back of my mind as well too is that like this whole thing with Shaq Leonard. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and be cynical, be a pessimist, anything like that. But he was tried out by multiple teams, and it took a while, took a week and a half for him to get signed, uh, and he was just outright released from the Colts. Um, I don't know, man. Like we have been singing the praises of uh, Nicholas Morrow this entire season, and he had an awful game this past game. Um, and I think that we did do need help at linebacker. But like, what is a realistic expectation for Shaq Leonard to come in here? I don't I, think he's going to be a saving grace for us. I think he's going to be um, a band aid. I feel like in terms of uh, FBI football intelligence, I feel like instincts. Um, I think wingspan. Uh, he's got length. And he, he's he's, he's like in the, in, the, in the passing lanes, but I think um, I saw some cutups of him in some some missed tackles where some people think that the old Shack of old would never missed those open field tackles. But coming off the back surgery, also he had a concussion and a broken nose, missed games in 2022. But um, I feel like what we have in terms of our linebackers that are, are playing for us. These are all guys that have been cut at one point in time. Mm-hmm. And at, at a, some, obviously, we thought Nicobe Dean was going to right the ship there, him going down with injury, and then Zach Cunningham with the hammy. Uh, you had Miles Jack earlier on who didn't want to compete and left. And it's just now that you're, you have Sumerin, who's one of the high, was one of the higher paid UDF, UDFAs. Man. And then guys that have just been cut. Uh, but my thing about Moro is I like what he's brought to the table for who he is. Like, I cannot be angry at him for knowing what I know who he is as a player to be guarding McCaffrey. Like, mm-hmm. there, it's going to be a mismatch a uh, hundred times out of a hundred. So I don't – but at the end of the day, like, you still have to get better at the position. I th- and this I is the th- best that we can do at this moment. Well, I think that – well – I think that Nicobe Dean was originally drafted, obviously, to to fix our linebacker woes or at least help. But like, just think about in the draft if we would actually give a shit about the linebackers. Like you just mentioned, 
Our linebacking core is a bunch of guys that have been cut. We got Misfit Island as our linebacking core. And, I mean, it's kind of the same rinse and repeat bullshit every year because we don't address the problem that is that we're weak at that position every single year. We get torn up by tight ends and running backs every single year because of it. And, listen, I understand that we win games, and maybe that is why Howie doesn't want to give the respect to that position because ultimately at the end of the day, we still have the best record in the league. But I don't know, man. That's a that's an entire layer of the defense that has been um, just disregarded for a long time, man. Hmm. Kiki says, uh, reality check is one thing, but the whooping the birds took was something altogether. <laughs> Pete says the the uh, the ass whooping might be a blessing in disguise. I, I agree. I hope so. I hope so. Because mm. I, I, I feel like, uh, again, but, you know, like, you know, is it's crazy how you be this team is 10 to top of the NFL right now. But I think it has some Eagle fans questioning. I'm not saying all of them, but there are some Eagle fans questioning where in the hierarchy are the Eagles in reality. Like, okay, you, you lost to the 49ers. The, rest of the NFL, you mean? Of the elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the 49ers, the Cowboys. You got the, you know. The Chiefs, well, we the Chiefs. Uh, well, I, th- I, think, I think that's if there's one thing that you can look at positively is that all of these teams that you just mentioned, all of the elite teams, they've lost games that they shouldn't have lost. Um, so I think it's it's kind of like one of those weeks that potentially we just need to take our medicine. And you're and you're right, we could bounce back next week, and this could just be uh, that game that we needed to figure out. Um, you know that what we needed to do right but ultimately as we're sitting here right now a couple days removed it uh it feels worse than that uh, todd, todd says sometimes you need a good ass whooping me being a redheaded stepchild i know it's <laughs> firsthand uh, now david says 100 uh, what team and play calling we're going to get in dallas this week is a loss or squeaking by a win going to be enough i don't a know win, a win is yes a win we don't if we don't come out pissed, dominant, and make them our, you know, all hell is going to break loose running. I just think, you know, and we know that Dallas plays tough at home. Uh-huh. Um, but me, me and Primer going into the belly of the beasts. Uh-huh. We're going down there to see it firsthand. With, when, uh, when are you guys flying in? We, we, we fly out Friday. We putting um, we putting our streak on the line, man. Because you know, every game we've been at together this year, away. We so, so uh, I mean, you got to give a hat tip to Philly Sports Trips for putting that trip together. Make sure you follow them at Sports Trips PHL for more information. Um, and uh, if you're looking to get a, a you know, a ticket to the tailgate, there's still tailgates to the ticket. There's going to be a pep rally as well. I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm I'm ready. Like I, there's no hesitation. Like mm-hmm. there is a hesitation in Hertz's throw. There's no hesitation for me to get on a plane. With Prime, you know, Prime gonna hold me down if there's turbulence. I got um, you, man. No way, I'm not gonna record you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a FaceTime, you know, I'm a FaceTime. <laughs> I'm gonna be ah, look at you shaking. <laughs> uh, no, man. no, Pete, I'm not wearing this hat, man. And for people that are asking about my hat, like, yo, this is my this is my job right here. You know what I mean? You see, you see the <laughs> You know what I mean? This guy got the, I love the Puerto Rican. Very on brand. Very on brand. Y'all, y'all, want, y'all want a hat? Noggin.com, man. You know what I mean? I, I bought a, a noggin for my noggin. All 
That's what I did. AJ said that your picture looking over the uh, off into the space. Was yeah, that's the album. Yeah, you gotta send me that pic because I'm gonna go ahead and use that as an album cover. Shout out to Emily. Shout out to Emily. She says, "Love you guys. Can't wait to see you in Dallas." I can't wait to meet a lot of you all in Dallas. I think um, overall, I feel like it's just a, a vibe that needs. Uh, we we have to bring the form like Voltron. Bring bring the energy. It's got to be hype. Um, I'm I'm open and willing to say that uh, I think Casey's barbecue is going to be better than Dallas. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Brian. I don't know, man. I'll I'll definitely uh, I'll determine that. I mean, we'll need a. Bird. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the states up in Dallas. I heard you know. What I mean, they, they, they some mean ones. But look, man. Uh, going back to the tailgate, I gotta say it was cool meeting some new faces uh, on Sunday. That was that was that was pretty that was pretty neat. Um, a lot of people from the West Coast coming through. I mean, yo, they they travel pretty. They they travel. Tremendously, man. They they really show a lot of love to the squad, and um, you know, you got Ivan, you got Mark. Uh, what was what was the kid's name? The new kid that uh, that came, what was his name Jose? Rick? Jose. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, Jose's first game, first sporting event ever, and you know, what I mean, I'm glad he got to enjoy it with us. So you know, what I mean, and, and the fact that people walked out of there just loving the hospitality we showed them, it's always good to hear. So I mean, it was. Some type of good news and brightness on Sunday. And I'm not going to lie. I I kind of am vibing with our new spot as long as we can lock that spot down. Having that gate next to us and uh, Primo with the megaphone, that's great stuff. Close to the bathrooms as well. Oh, you love that. I don't know, man. I'm not going to lie, though, Evan. As I'm I'm watching this game and I'm watching this ass whooping, I'm like, did I did I overdo it? Did I did I, did I overdo it with the medicine? Is this is this a is this a punishment to me? Because I mean I'll yeah. stop. You just tell me I'll stop. Did, did, did anybody uh, anybody recognize on you on the walkout? Just like uh, hey, yeah. you were the megaphone guy. What'd nah, you get to say? nah, 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 nah. And I mean, listen, if anybody was to find me, they had every right to come here. Because I mean, all the 49er fans I gave shit to on the way into that stadium, it was just like oh, shit. Hmm. Uh, shout out to the uh, freaking Reekin official. Uh, uh, if you haven't seen, he's, he does the uh, NFL um, players with accents, with Spanish accents. Um, so yeah, he yeah. he uh, had a, he had a great time. He was like he, he had know, a great gave, time. He gave had a, a great shout time. out on his IG page. Um, uh, the gingerbread man wakes up. He says, uh, "Wake up, call boys. We'll we'll ju- be just fine." I don't know. Will gingerbread costume ever make it out to another game after that ass whooping? And in regards to that, uh, in regards to that profile picture you had there, Ben Van Sumer with that "Beware of Dog" uh, mask or "Beware of Dog" sign above his locker, sir, you should probably do something first. So. <laughs> uh, Jacob said, "Evan said I was checked out, so I had more nuts <laughs> to my beer." <laughs> uh, Kiki's in, is numb. I think that 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 would be a one word to describe. The last couple of days, uh, you know, I, I was just like, there's a lot of hurting people, man. Like, but, I, but again, I'm like, it's so weird that the Eagles have lost, what, six games, including the Super Bowl uh, since 2022. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's not a lot of games. So no, the fact not. that you, you catch an L here, uh, I saw Key had t- uh, tweeted out that uh, stat, like we haven't lost, including the Super Bowl, six times. 
yeah, no, that aspect is impressive. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, I don't know, man. What we have done so well this year as far as uh, staying ahead of the rest of the NFC, locking down that number one spot. But here we are, uh, you know, after what feels like we, for a while, we're just creating this this long distance between us and anyone below us. Uh, now we're going into a game with Dallas where, you know, uh, if things don't go our way, we're tied at the end of the game. So mm. big, man. This is, this is this is the biggest game of the year so far. Pete Nathan said Debo backed up his talk, but Moira off the top rope, still an ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, for the first time in a long time, I don't, there's there's no – I don't know if there's an offensive MVP. Um, are we, are we, we going to force ourselves into one? Ain't, no, Devante? we ain't gonna force it. They ain't no award. They ain't no awards. No, no awards. Yeah, because no I, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling anything offensively this week. Nothing Can was, we, va- nothing was valuable about that game. I mean, is there any, is there any defensive? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. if, if someone was asking, I, I'll, I'll actually, you... I'll give, I'll give you a defensive MVP, like a serious one. Um. I mean, for a guy that had received as much trash talk over the past year, uh, Debo calling him trash, all that, Bradbury wasn't even targeted. Uh, he let up zero yards, wasn't targeted. So good job by Bradbury. He, he held his own. Everybody else got burnt. You know, Slay had a good game. Slay had a good game. I'm with more. Big Dom gets to play the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> you saw the energy, the fight. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen – a uh, a guy like Dom get a standing O. He he got a standing O on his walkout. Yeah, yeah, it was very awesome. very rare that you see that. Uh, One of the gingerbread man Jr. brings up a a good point. That was, um, I mean, Nolan Smith was the first overall pick, guys. Thirtieth uh, overall. Where where where's my man been? You know, I had this, I had this thought after the game. I was like, as much as we all like Nolan Smith, what he brought to the table. I said th- in my in my head, I'm like, was there any safeties that we could have just plugged in? Not that we draft <laughs> safeties in the first round, or 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 like you know, could there been another player? Because my thing is, I hate I. We ended up getting injured, but like, my thing is, I hate to draft a a, a player in the first round and not give you an immediate impact. impact. I mean, now we know guys are in front of him, but he's getting some reps, but I'm just saying, I hate, I hate, I just hate to like, if you get drafted in the first round, you should be playing. You should be contributing uh, at least more than he has. And I, and I get the point that that is a, that's a stout defensive rotation that he's involved in. So I get that he's not getting as many snaps uh, but you know what? Neither is guys like Brandon Graham, but Brandon Graham gets home. And maybe that's unfair because Brandon Graham is a longtime veteran in this league and he knows what to do. And Nolan Smith is still green, but ultimately um, they were both first round picks. Uh, Brandon Graham was a first round pick and Nolan Smith was a first round pick. And I, uh, I need to start seeing some contributions out of Nolan Smith. You know, his story arc is just beginning, but again, I'm just saying like the way that our team is set up, in a way that we're deficient in some areas, you're just like, bro, we could have got some more speed on the back end. You know, I know 
Ev had his old Kyle Hamilton for president movement um, a couple years ago before the draft. Not, I would love love both players anyway, um, but it, it is what it is. Um, I think Donnie with the Ricky said, not going to lie, I thought we were going to whoop their ass. It, it didn't. It is what it is. The team was flat. They came in ready. Kudos to them. I, that's that it is what it is. Uh, Robert M says, I hate to be negative, but it is going to take a miracle for us to win in Dallas Sunday. Defense is terrible. Play calling is spotty. Dak basically turns into an immortal when he plays us in Dallas. Um, whoa. Oh, Robert, get ready for that miracle, bro. <laughs> How many times have uh, they won straight down there? They've had a, a nice little ride um, at home. But like, like a you know, the Cowboys are saying or the Eagles. Yeah, I mean they they play well at home, but the streaks are meant to be broken. Um, we saw Seattle go down there and actually uh, put up a good fight. Um, you know the, the you know the Seattle defense had to go up against twelve players because they had the ref on their side. <laughs> and, and all the refer Delphia comments. Yeah, it all they got, they got it a lot of tips. Play calling, bro. They, I just hope the guy that whatever playbook they had this past Sunday, they fucking threw it away, threw it in the fire, whatever it is. Get rid of that bitch because it just ain't fucking working, and you're not gonna go ahead and beat Dallas with that shit. So come up with something new, work on something new, fucking put it together, and, and let's go, man. Because I want this game now. I want this game more than ever. <laughs> uh, Jacob with the, the the stat here: Slay allowed 33 yards, Bradbury with zero. And our linebackers allowed, I think it was 171 yards. Mm-hmm. Yak, I mean that was a, that was a, if you guys checked our Thursday show, the breakdown. Shout out to Tim Kincaid in the building, but I, I felt like that was our one thing. Yet the Yak monsters. I mean, how like how moving forward, you got a good tight end, you got a good interchangeable running back, you got some interchangeable wide receivers. Are we going to stop those players? You know, it, it would be nice to have. Avante Maddox back for the playoffs. It would be nice. It would be nice. Like, and the other thing was how everyone was like, oh, the 49ers, when they're healthy. I was like, when the Eagles, when they're healthy too. I mean, we're, we were depleted over linebacker court and they're starting tight end. Uh, you know, when this team is healthy, can they get it right? Uh, ultimately, about Christian McCaffrey, um, that trade, uh, let's just look at it from a non biased standpoint. That has to be one of the best trades that has happened in NFL history, acquiring Christian McCaffrey, right? I mean, if you just look at his body of work that he has, he has more touchdowns than he has games played in San Francisco. The dude is, is damn near impossible to stop, man. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of, I'm a little bit envious. I think that, uh, bro, I'm just saying last year he was on the block and Howie Roseman is Mr. Splash Trade. Listen, you want Debo? We got, we got running back problems. I wouldn't have minded him. Who's this? CMC. Uh, I think, didn't he try? Didn't try hard enough. <laughs> oh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about this. I don't know about Rashad Penny. I mean, my thing, I'm, I'm termed, not saying that he's not a good player. I was just wondering if. If they don't, if he's not serviceable in in space on on these routes, is that why they not they don't believe in him? Does it make the offense one dimensional when they know Rashad Penny's in the game? Oh, we're gonna there's only gonna be a limited number of plays 
they're going to run with him or is it is, is it like a you know a scheme thing that's like you know but my thing is like you said prime like why if he's if he's holding a roster spot is he just the depth for the, the playoff run or are we gonna but again that doesn't really make sense either but you know you know we had a lot of uh trevor fans trevor, trevor stands is it trevor not trevor, trevor. Lawrence? Who are you talking about? No. Oh, um, Trey, uh, Trey Sermons. You talking about? Trey, Trey Stance. I'm sorry, Trey Stance. And I had I had to ask the running back coach. I'm like, why are we not using him? This team's got a lot of weapons, to be honest. The team has a lot of weapons, but we're we're misusing them, man. We got to read the we got to read the instruction manual on how to use these weapons, bro. Like, because they're not being used to their their full effectiveness. Uh, I shout the bottom down under. He's got a lot of cuss words in his comments. He's very angry. He's oi, oi. Uh, um, if you if you go back to a lot of these big plays, I saw the Jason Avant show today and uh, Quentin Michael show, and they were like, just that'll make you kind of feel better that some of the guys that were making these mistakes are kind of like Jags in terms of our defense, but like now. How do the Eagles fix this? How did, are they going to start making some adjustments and giving uh, other guys some? My, and the other thing was the blitz. There was a stat out there about blitzing. Teams are being are super effective when we blitz, but I I've been telling Prime they need to start sending nickel nickel blitzes. Start sending these guys if you want some some positive. Shaq Leonard is a good blitzing linebacker. He does well, Put your good. fucking hands up. Put your hands up. Mm. Um, do you oh, think that, and this is something that a comment that I have kind of seen a couple times throughout the show, uh, but Pete's talking about Brian Johnson not serviceable as a play caller. Um, do you guys feel, and I listen, like, you know, we're 10 and, one, 10 and 2 now. Obviously, things have been going well. But ultimately, would you have preferred an offensive coordinator that has some experience in this league versus just giving a rookie guy a run when we are in the Super Bowl window? No, well, I think uh, – go ahead, Brian. I had already thought that as soon as we signed him. Like, like, I, I, yes, yes, it, it was on my mind. Why why do we go this route? But, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ride it out, at, you know, like I, th- I think to, about but... I think about like situations last year with Vic Fangio, and obviously he's a defensive coordinator. But like that was a guy that I would have liked to have ke- kept in the building. I like Sean Desai, and I think Sean Desai, um, aside from this past game, has mm-hmm. been a good defensive coordinator this year. But ultimately, he's a de- he's a defensive coordinator that has experience in this league. He came from Seattle as a coordinator, and you know he kind of knows what he's doing. Brian Johnson is a guy that we gave a chance because he has that relationship with Jalen Hurts. But he's he doesn't have experience doing this in the league, and but, ultimately, like, it, there can only be so many good teams, and you only can be good for so long. So, like, the window is is a finite amount of time, and to be able to, to go into these seasons with a guy that's a rookie, I I don't know, man. It's uh, and you, you do think about that in terms of uh, you know, you know, in, in the Super Bowl, or was our defensive coordinator locked in? Was Gannon locked in? If it was a uh, was if it was um, a different scenario, a veteran coach would he been more locked in? Um, but again, I think they they like to hire from within. 
uh, and you feel like you know their coaching tree is intact. A lot of a lot of our a lot of our coaches have been getting plucked over the years. We look at that ever since the Super Bowl season, year after year, our players are getting uh, plucked. Well, that's why I think it's funny is when I saw that My coaches uh, are getting plucked. When, when I saw that report just a couple weeks ago that was talking about there's a possibility that Brian Johnson's going to have um, some people calling for uh, for head coaching jobs at the end of this season. I'm just like. True. I, I don't get it, man. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't. well, I, I just. But I didn't understand why anybody wanted Gannon to be their head coach either. So you know, <laughs> there, there's some there's some like from an organizational standpoint, like if that, if he's not actually calling the plays or if you know seeing how uh, Sirianni operates, how if they could take anything from the Eagles, they're gonna do it and and try to implement that into their system. Like you see, a lot of our guys went to Cleveland. Um, became GMs, a lot of like, you know, to hire a head coach just to try and get some knowledge feels like like that. that, That's the job of a consultant, in my opinion. I wouldn't say the knowledge, I would just say if they carry themselves well and if there's a name, they made a name for themselves, a relationship. It's really about relationships. Um, and I did, I I did feel like Gannon would get a head coaching guy job when I met him. After I met him, I was like, okay, I see why he, he would get one. Deuce, also uh, out there and available. Deuce, I mean, come on, man. Like, I seen, like, it took, well, he had to go down to, like, not a senior bowl, it was uh, Detroit. He went out to Detroit. No, but he went to uh, uh, one of them all star games to call plays. I forget. He, he, he was down there. I'm like, how? Deuce should have got an opportunity to call some plays. I'm just saying. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. How, how, Kiki said, "This is you never heard a sound so dejected. You should check that Super Bowl pod." <laughs> we were pretty down in the dumps after that one. I'm not gonna lie. Now, uh, I, I think when that that Davey brings up a point about Shane Stike, Steichen, when he made that change, I think Steichen, Steichen, that offense looked different, right? Immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Pete Nathan coming in here with the uh, with the cooking uh, comparison. <laughs> he says having Brian Johnson with the Eagles' offensive talent is like having a bad cook with the best ingredients. The food coming out of that kitchen not going to be good because they'll find a way to ruin it. Oh, ew! <laughs> oh, very, very creative, very creative. Nobody, shout out to shout out to Troxel. Trox hit the happy hour today. Shout out to you, Dustin. What are, Dustin, what are you? I would call him Dustin. Trox, what are you drinking? That's a question. Uh, Dave said, Dave Spadaro said today that this is Nick's offense with input from the coaching staff. No wonder it looks like 2021 before Shane Steichen took over. Nick is pissing me off, says, says, I mean, says Davey. I guess that would make kind of sense, though, because uh, like how I just said, how Brian Johnson is a rookie in this league. So do you think that Nick Sirianni has kind of assumed the play calling roles more again uh, just to try and take something off of Brian Johnson's plate with him being a rookie? Well, he is. He needs to stop. It's not working. Um, hey, Mr. Medicals, do you have any update on Swift? Uh, I'll, I'll get right on that. <laughs> well, we're going to have to bring music back for that once yeah. you do. Um, I, I didn't see anything yet as of that, but bro, he got rocked. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah. My, my other thing is, do you guys bring back Jalen after the situation was? I thought I was like, bro, just leave him on the sideline. Wait, when are you talking about? When he, when got he stepped off. Oh, stepped yeah. out of the field, headed to the locker room. I would I would have loved to see what Mariota just to give him some reps, just to just let him. I, I agree, but the game's I lost already, dog. I, I do feel like uh, it put me a little bit at ease the fact that he stepped back out on that field because had he not come back, I know I'd be kind of worried this week that he wouldn't be ready to go versus Dallas. But mm. I mean, you know how Nick Sirianni is. He he doesn't like to to give anything in the game plan. So if you don't put Jalen back in that game and you make it seem like Jalen's questionable all week, meanwhile, he is, you know, able to play. That, that could have been a, could have been a part of next game plan. Now we, we didn't get an opportunity to talk about um, the fact that uh, we would bring back Ertz, you know, that um, if you go to social, his socials, you know, that he actually, you know, cause that's how, this how, this how you mean Julie's husband. Yeah, Julie's husband. Julie's husband. Yeah. Um, you know, because you know, at the end of the day, um, that's really what it's about. And <laughs> congratulations on your wedding, Lucky. Um, if you go back to if you go to uh, Zach Ertz's recent likes, his last like is the signing. He liked the signing of Shaq Leonard to the Eagles, and someone, some people are saying that's a that's a tip that he comes back. Now, David says, I say bring in Ertz, run two tight end schemes, but I don't trust an offensive quarter to actually call it. Are you, are you, it's a yay or nay from you guys on bringing back Ertz? Yeah, man. I'm all, I'm all in on bringing Ertz back. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, he is a guy that obviously has a ton of history here. Uh, I think he's got really reliable hands. And um, for the run that we're trying to make, he's absolutely, I, I would trust Ertz over Calcaterra or, um, you know, you're gonna get rid of your son, Al- Albert O, or any of those guys right now, yeah. But it's it's funny that guys like Albert O and Stoll, Jack Stoll were, were open this week. Is Jack, he gonna throw Jack to them? Stoll? And I say this with all the respect in the world, he's Garrett Stubbs. That's 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 who Jack Stoll is. <laughs> he, he, he is a personality in the locker room, uh, man. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, yeah. On a scale of one to one to ten, how confident that the Eagles are going to bring back the Dominicansu? What was that? On a scale of one to ten, how confident are you that the Eagles are going to bring back the Dominicansu? I put it at like a six. I think that uh, I don't think it's a locked in uh, thing to happen, but I'm leaning in the direction that it will. Hmm. Uh, Elliot. Says uh, Jalen had moments where he had large amounts of time to throw the ball. I have a hard time believing no one was open to include the check down, taking sacks from holding the ball too long is very frustrating. If you, if you sit there with a clock, you can do it yourself. You see how long he has to throw. I don't know what's going on with these. Uh, Dude, you got, you got to like, you remember what defensive line we're going up against, right? You got Javon Hargrave, you got Nick Bosa. Like, this is not something that you hold on to the ball for five, six seconds. You have to get that. The fact that they were blocking that long, you're like, yeah. And that, that, that was kind of crazy. I know that you guys were, you know, in the, in the game. So you're not, you don't have access to the replays, like the people watching the broadcast at home, but there was a lot of confusion on that offensive line as to why Jalen hadn't thrown that ball because right. offensive linemen, just like the quarterbacks have like their own sort of body clock that's going on. 
And after five, six seconds, they assume that Jalen has just got rid, rid of that ball. And then I, I saw several plays where guys are kind of like, you know, easing up on the on the block and, and they don't even know that Jalen still has the ball behind them. So, like, it's, it's just that miscommunication and um, lack of cohesiveness. Now, uh, Darling says, is Jalen under pressure to throw to AJ and Devontae and he isn't looking for anyone else to be open? I don't know if he's, if he's uh, we call it eye-banging the wide receiver. I feel like, you know, he was looking at direction of stole and I was like, dude was open for a good split three seconds. And again, like all, all the beats are, if you go out and check out all the beats, have got cut-ups, you can see it for yourself. You don't have to listen to anyone on a podcast or any analyst. If you go back and watch the film, see it for yourself and we and you know his coaches have told him what to see or what he's missing it's in it, it it's fine it's fine uh resident gingerbread man shout out to you make sure you go follow him look at the avi look at the updated they both update jr updated his avi look at him with jennifer slay you guys are jenny jenny <laughs> Oh man, um, I'm feeling like the opposite of this right now. <laughs> like if this, if there was a polar opposite to this, that's me right now. Uh, Troxel says uh, D came with no balls and grit. 49ers came with the focus on and off the field mind games. Backed up all the comments and bitching gave us absolutely. Hope we learn from it. My thing is when you do come with the ass whooping. And you bring the mind games, not just a week of it. You're talking about a year of it, year of it. You you don't like to put bulletin board material out there, but when they came with bulletin board material and the black outfits, and you came to Philly, and I mean, and you dressed and they dressed up Rocky (laughs) for all you. (laughs) You touch Rocky, you see what happens. No, it was ugly, man. And uh, I don't know. The vibe was uh, the vibe. The vibe was off from the get go with the, with the whole parking lot situation, man. It was it was a weird it was a weird vibe all day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even lie, bro. There was there was nobody mm-hmm. out there tailgating. Yeah, for right. A while. For a while, for a long time. At least until noon. Uh, Richard said uh, Quez didn't have a bad game. Can we trust? Yo, when he throws like anything that. I, I, you know, these bad calls will, will happen, but I thought that was a, I thought that was a flag. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like the way that Quez went to attack the football again. Just, just, just doesn't really go up there with the strength that I like to see from. Uh, it's not has it has nothing to do with like a size thing because I see Devonte going after the ball a little bit more uh, with his hair on fire. <sighs> Man. David says how it should be screaming at coaches for effing uh his his built team up for yeah okay <laughs> uh word on Goddard have you guys seen anything on Goddard he said he's um he in his own words he's about eighty five to ninety percent um he said it's feeling pretty good I think uh he should be back I think with the way that they're hey man you bracket AJ. I think you can't, you know, when Goddard comes back, it's not as easy to do that. I think um, that should help the middle of the field a little I think, bit. Uh, LVE is taking a step back too, man. He's that Leighton Vander Esch is not the same. 
uh, linebackers he was in years past. So that's definitely a guy that you could beat. Hmm. <laughs> uh, that's the best one. Put Big Dom at linebacker. What do you think Big Dom's forty time is? Um, I don't know, man. You know, you know, he uh, played football at Penn State. I'm sure he did, man. He's got he's got a football player's build. Hmm. Bro, I don't, I don't even know what to say, man. I don't even know what to say. Hey, man, uh, I, th- I think what we can say is that we're still the best uh, record in the league. Uh, we have our biggest rival coming up this week, and we have an opportunity to really put some distance um, between us and them and kind of lock in that uh, the division and uh, get some more distance on, on the first spot. So got to shake it off, man. It's all you can do is shake it off and move on to the next one. You're not going to – we're not going to win every game. I mean, you think about all the all the teams in history. Like, this is still a, a team with a great winning percentage right now, man. Um, I think that, realistically, we should still walk away from the season with 14 wins. Um, I'm, I'm reading Bob from Down Under's comment in his accent. Uh, we had a fourth-string linebacker out against their, their three pro bowlers, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. You want to do that in accent? Um, Marissa makes a good comment here. Do you would you agree that uh, the Eagles still haven't found their identity? Uh, not really. I I I didn't offensively. Offensively, I guess there is a lack of an identity on the offense. Um, I, I I couldn't. I really couldn't describe what describe what our offense is. It's just like a mix. I it's it's a mixed bag of. It is. It's kind of a mixed bag. It's not like a ground and pound. It was for the first couple of weeks. It was a ground and pound, and they were out in the fourth quarter. Um, but it, it's just big big plays made by our players more than scheme. So, I mean, some of the plays, you know, we were seven for seven the last couple of weeks, and then we threw up some duds this week, but. Robert is having a tough time. We are literally blowing our Super Bowl window. Cap Super Bowl with these rookie coordinators coaching. Embarrassing. Robert is on fire tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's right, man. Um, I think that, like I said, I would like an offensive coordinator to that would have had some experience heading into the season. Wealthy Mind says, I'm going to be that guy and go there and ask the question. Do you think the type of play calling on offense and defense and that kind of effort we put out was intentional to hide our hand come playoffs? Nah, that was just an asshole. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think that we're we're hiding anything and trying to you know get it by into the playoffs. There's no, there's no way that uh, especially when they started dumping on us that they would have been okay with just taking that ass whooping like that. I think that the Eagles were genuinely trying their hardest and just got embarrassed. Marissa says a loss sucks in Dallas because I'm surrounded by the dum dums. So we have to win. We, my thing is like if you 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 lost to a San Fran team, but you you cannot lose to a Dallas team. This is you know they're they're one game behind us now. You got the, you got the Cowboys. You got the you got the Forty ers chomping at the bit. So mm-hmm. Eagles got to got to stand pat. And you look at the rest of the schedule. Uh, after that, it's Seattle, 
you got a Cardinals team, you got uh, the Giants twice. Uh, and by the way, Timothy Santiago, we see you in the comment section. We see you. Uh, just, yeah, well, good, good well, for you. <laughs> what did he say? He's what he's he he's commented like seven times the same thing about the 49ers going to Super Bowl. Brock's the best. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Have, have your be, moment, bro. You you, nah, you earned I it. I I'm not. Hey. I'm not. I'm not knocking your comments down. <laughs> more more power to you. You can be uh, a Brocky Stan. Brocky played well. He did. Brocky played real well. Uh, God, man, for the, my thing, my thing, I said, I was having a conversation, the way the 49ers are playing and the way that the contract structure of Brock Purdy is mm-hmm. being a Mr. Relevant, mm-hmm. that's like how many cheap years to come. Well, I mean, he's only got, so Two since more. he's a seventh round, he's got, he's a four round, four year contract, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah they got sure. two more years. But um, that's how you win with uh, a quarterback on a cheap deal, just like uh, we had with uh, Jalen. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, Richard is calling Evan Hollywood Herm out. He says, Gail follows me, Prime follows me, but Hollywood won't. What's up with that, Evan? I don't know. I didn't know I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> ever since you, ever since we found out you drank Every, wine. Yeah, yeah. I just went, went Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh man, man! Shout out to Trox. We love you too, bro. Um, let's see. Uh, in terms of uh tailgate information, uh, we're gonna be away for the next two games, and then it's Christmas. Yes, we'll be the next. We'll be the Giants. How are we supposed to do this toy drop? Yeah, um, we're trying to figure this out because uh, with the way that the weather was set up, you know. Having a tree out there, we had ornaments ready. We had a fourth and John star made by the crafty John himself. Shame. Um, so we're gonna have to figure this out. Um, but that's what we'll do. Uh, because we're not having a tailgate on Christmas, mm-hmm. so we're gonna be real people, real <laughs> good people. <laughs> um, Let's see, man. I know this is this. We could, we could, we can go on and on. But uh, any uh, any 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 other points that you want to bring out before we go, we go to some of these questions in the chat? Hey, man. Um, I, I'll start just because I know that there's a lot of people in the comments that are talking about. Uh, can we can we knock it off with the negativity? Not. I, I'm sorry. I I don't know. I I don't uh mean to come off as as whiny and annoyed at this game, but I. I am annoyed by this game. Um, you know, I, I agree with you that we, we should we shouldn't be down though. Uh, ultimately, like I said, uh, we're, we're ten and two, got the best record in the league. It was a bad loss, but I still have all all the confidence in this team. I think we're going to go back to the Super Bowl, uh, and it all starts with making the right step next year, next week. I'm sorry. I like that. I, I mean, look, look, we've been following this team. All over the damn country. We've been talking about them for how many days out of this year? Um, it, it, we have a great staff. We have a uh, a great team. A lot of great leadership on this team. We have Jalen Hurts, who's dealt with some injuries. We're lucky to have him. Um, the fact that he got knocked out of the last game for a little bit, I was like, man. When Mariota stepped on the field, I was like, "There's, I don't know about life after Jalen. Because I don't like what that looks like. Um, but again, I'm not. There's no. There's no. 
There's no flinch. I wouldn't get on a damn plane to Dallas, eat their damn barbecue. Um, if I didn't think uh, we were going to go down there and right the ship. Some some people m- might be out there questioning things, but two losses on the year. Uh, if you thought you lost the 49ers out of this gauntlet run, catch one L out of that run, you'd say that's a pretty good run through the gauntlet. Correct? I would say, yeah. yeah. Brian is speaking in existence. Sue is coming to the Eagles again. I I hope so. We will find out. Yeah, we'll we will find, find out. out. Was that reported again? Anything? Nah. Just, just slight stuff. That's all. Uh, big one. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Concha Hawk and Italian Bakery for powering the tailgate. Uh, they were on fire with the with the t- with the uh, pies this week. They had the the Sean Jackson tomato pie. Mm-hmm. That came out of nowhere. They had the Jalen Carter breadman. Uh, tomato pie for the first time, Josh Sweat pie. Um, they 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 killed it. But shout out to them. Make sure you go follow them on all socials. If you guys need a, a, a tomato pie, hit them up. And I know uh, Prime would, would would love the cookies because dude wanted to not even give the cookies. I did. <laughs> I saw shout them. Out. I saw them bad boys sitting in the window. I was like, hell no, keep them right there. <laughs> shout out to Bud Light for holding us down um, and supporting us with the. Uh, the damn Bud Light. Um, shout out to Rebel as well. The Rebel has become a hit. Yeah. Red Bull's because I, I was like, I, 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 saw, I didn't have my really, post really, really Red Bull. To, and I was wondering why I was so tired. I'm really trying not to lose my cool on Timothy here, man. He just needs to stop, bro. <laughs> I didn't even see Timothy's comment yet, but um yeah, he's, he's got he's got his caps lock on. I think it's yeah, I think his keyboard's broken. Yo, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> we went through like 350 cans of Red Bull. Damn. That's a lot of Red Bull. When? Sunday? Yeah. I didn't that's even know lot. we had that much. That's a lot of Red Bull. Ev's like, I didn't even know how much we didn't have that much. I should have had one at home. <laughs> one case for me. Uh, uh, we have questions here. And a cool tone asks, how do you feel about Roger Goodell saying he hit he hopes the brotherly shove gets no more love ever. Is it him or other owners on his back? Both. I think Roger Goodell, is, I mean, he's just, he's a puppet for the owners. He works for the owners. So uh, I bet you they are lobbying in in his ear to get that out of here. And uh, I don't know, man. When, when the commissioner says something like that, it, it holds a different type of credence. So it made me kind of think that this could be the last year of the brotherly shove. Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it as well, man. I mean, they just don't keep on crying about it, so it is what it is. They just mad because they can't do it. And I mean, I think that it would definitely be sticking around if all the teams could figure out a way how to to go ahead and uh, benefit from us, but they can't. They can't. Ultimately, thinking though, like I still think that if you were to eliminate the the pushing of Jalen Hurts, I still think that Jalen is strong enough, and uh, you know we have enough ripples off of that that we can we could still get it done. Mm, let's see. Um, how about a last word before we get out of here? Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, appreciate it. Especially, especially all- Timothy Santiago. I want to see you in this chat hey, again. No, listen, man, show he, up, bro. He, he like, he, please, here, please show up after the playoff game. 
I, I don't want you running fun. away and, you know, running to your little 49ers podcast yeah, when, when you guys lose the playoffs. I want you to show up right back here, okay? See you in a month. AJ has a has the best idea for people trying to get in the good spirits. Go listen to the Eagles Christmas album. How about that? Vander is out for the season. Yeah, he is out for the season. We still going with the last word. Yeah. I don't know. We did like seven of them. <laughs> Going going to the last one because we out of here. All right, well, look, man, just let's 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 find a way to get over this shit. Get our heads high again, you know. What I mean, get ready for this Dallas weekend. And Timothy, you're always going to be number one in my book, bro. All right, as Evan done already, choose your ass out. So I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, happy holidays. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I'm in the same sort of boat. That that loss sucked, uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, good teams. They, they lose games too. Uh, shit happens. Just got to bounce back, shake it off. I uh, I am confident that we'll be back in the Super Bowl. So we'll be good. Ooh, Evan said it with his chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, other teams like, uh, let's see, who were in the Super Bowl last year that lost the game this week. The Chiefs lost another one. So teams, Bay, no less. teams will lose games. Again, uh, we, we are confident that uh, – Eagles are going to write the ship. Shout out to Philly Sports Trips for making this trip happen. If you want to join us on uh, on one of these uh, tailgates in Dallas, go to phillysportstrips.com. If you want to join us for the pep rally, let us know. We'll be there as well. I hope, hopefully the vibes. I'm, I'm looking forward to being in Dallas. First time ever in Dallas. Um, again, I'm getting me some barbecue. We're, we're going to get the shit talking going. Prime is going to be the leader. Right, have you have you reset your barbecue palate? Because I know when we were leaving KC, we were like, I think I've had enough barbecue for like a couple weeks. Now. I'm not uh, I'm not going to Dallas for barbecue, man. I'm going to Dallas when I'm in the states and the shit talk. I'm, 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 He's like, it's a business trip. It's a hey, business man, trip. we need our dom of uh of, of Fourth and John yeah. to like set the tone. So I want the barbecue to be, you know. From the time I get off that plane, that's going to suck. <laughs> Marissa you not, uh, not giving it a phrase. Uh, Dustin says hi, by the way. Yeah, Marissa, Dustin says hi. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rakshak says, fellow, fellow, fellow Dallas neighbor, originally here. Rakshak's from Dallas. I always forget that, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. I, Interesting. I, thought, I, I was trying to get my brother to go, man. Is your mom going? My mom was supposed to go. I don't know what happened there. Uh, yeah. Just me and you? I just know that I'm there, bro. That's all that. Hey, we, I'm telling you, just like just like uh, the, the X-Men, we're going to be ready. Head on a swivel. I'll be ready. I'll be you know? Ready. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, we, we appreciate you guys in the comments, as always. Thanks for sticking around. Keeping the energy, regardless of the L. Eagles are 10-2 ahead of everyone. So as long as the Eagles keep doing their thing, they control their own destiny. And uh, at the end of the day, it's always fly, Eagles fly. And we'll see you in the next one.